Hello and welcome to Potter Nims, a Harry Potter podcast about Wizarding World words. My name is Al, and I'm a giant nerd. With me is my co-host and brother. Hi, I'm Eric, and I'm not quite the Harry Potter geek or word nerd that Al is, so most of this will be new to me. Obviously, there will be spoilers. Each week, I'll choose a Wizarding World word and tell you all about why it is so awesome and clever. So whether you're like me and you know most of this already, or you're like me and most of this is a surprise, I hope you learn something that will add to your enjoyment of this phenomenal fantasy world. Let's talk about a bogart. A bogart. Yes. Okay. Um. Pretty sure I know what this is. <laughs> okay. What do you think it is? <laughs> what are you pretty sure it is? <laughs> the uh, is the bogart the thing that. Um, like it turns into whatever you like fear most. Yes. You got ah, it. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. It is a magical creature, which no one really knows what it actually looks like because as soon as you can see it, it turns into your worst fear. So yeah, this was from like the, that like infamous scene in the mm. defense against the dark arts class. Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Okay. It comes in a couple other places in the books. So I'm not sure if they made it into the movies or not. But yeah, that is a fun that is a fun scene. Cool. Okay. Also showing how good of a teacher Lupin is. <laughs> so yeah, um a bogart is based on a real creature in English folklore that's mm. hundreds of years old. And actually the word bogart is a, a word in the English dictionary. It comes from bogard with a d or the Welsh I'm pretty sure it's pronounced bog, even though it's spelled B-W-G. You know, Welsh loves to throw the weird W's anywhere, everywhere, and other <laughs> consonants that shouldn't sound like they do. Um, <laughs> um, but a bogart is also sometimes called like a boggle or a bogey or even bogeyman or bug. All of those things are bogarts. So basically, it's some sort of a sprite or goblin or spirit, usually with malicious intent, that haunts a particular spot. So there's two basic kinds of bogarts. There's a household bogart, or there's a bogart that inhabits kind of a geological feature outdoors, like a field or a marsh or a hole in the ground, or maybe even a man-made feature, like it lives under a bridge or something like that. Uh-huh. And both kinds of bogarts are malevolent, generally, but household bogarts are more, like, mischievous, you know? Like, they'll hide your keys, or turn the milk sour, or maybe sneak up at night and put their clammy hands over your mouth um, while you're sleeping, <laughs> which is maybe beyond mischievous, but, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, you know, pranks that are generally harmless, just uh-huh. irritating, or potentially scary for a short time. Whereas, like, the geological bogarts are more hardcore. They, you know, abduct children and things like that. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Often, a bogarts are said to be sort of human-like, but ugly, and maybe with some aspects of animals, you know, worked into the human form. But in other stories, they're, they're really more beast-like in appearance. There's lots of different appearances of bogarts. So maybe this translates into the, the changeable or unknown appearance of Wizarding World bogarts. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's a, a kind of a well-known story called uh, either The Farmer and the Devil or The Farmer and the Bogart, in which there's a bogart living on this farmer's land. And so he he starts, he's getting so annoyed with it, he, he just offers the bogart a deal. You know, okay, just stop with all your malicious stuff and I'll give you half of my 
my crops. Whoa. Yeah. And I'll let you choose either the part above ground or the part below ground. And so the bogart chooses the part below ground. And so the farmer plants barley and the bogart just gets, you know, stubble. And so he gets a little upset and he demands to switch. Now, no, I want the part above. That's the better part. And so the farmer agrees. But then the next season he plants potatoes instead. So the bogart just gets the, you know, the nothing. And the actual good part, the potato, is the underground part that the farmer gets. So uh-huh. the, the bogart just gets so upset that he leaves. Oh, okay. And the farmer wins. <laughs> wow, that's a best case scenario. Right? Yeah. It was yeah. A, a clever farmer that tricked the bogart into leaving. <laughs> so there are many instances of bogarts in folklore like this. And also, you know, in place names and other pop culture properties, there's, there's even a book called The Bogart by Susan Cooper, who did the Darkest Rising series. And there's the Spiderwick Chronicles has bogarts, and the Septimus Heap series has bogarts, which is a great series for Potterheads if you're looking for something similar to Harry Potter. Septimus Heap is really good. There's Seventh Son film, the show The Treacle People, and even Magic the Gathering features bogarts. Yeah. So it's not an original concept. It's actually a very old concept. But... Only in the wizarding world is a bogart a shapeshifter that turns into your worst fear. Okay. It's basically an incarnation of fear. So that's not a typical feature of a bogart. However, that part may have been inspired by a clutterbump, (laughs) (laughs) which is a great word, (laughs) which is a creature from Manx Mouse by Paul Gallico. And J.K. Rowling has mentioned this book, so she... We know that she has read it. So a clutter bump doesn't exist until you think about it. And then it becomes either your worst fear or like the worst thing you can imagine. Mm. So she kind of maybe combined these two, like a traditional bogart goblin-y creature and the clutter bump into the Wizarding World Bogart. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so almost kind of similar to our Basilisk episode Mm -hmm. where like there's... It's not a completely original thing, but there's a feature to it that is mm. unique that she's added to it. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. She made it her okay. own. Yeah, right. And in the Wizarding World, um, Bogarts are amortal non-beings. So this oh. basically, yeah, <laughs> this basically means they were never alive. So they didn't die like ghosts and they actually can't die because they were never alive. So they can be banished with a spell. But they eventually will reappear. Interesting. Yes. So Bogarts, they, they, they particularly like dark corners and shadowy places and confined spaces. Like, you know, wardrobes or under the bed or in a cupboard or something like that. And they have some limitations. They can't transform into something larger than the room they are in. But if someone's fear is lar- that large, they'll just scale it down. So like Lupin is afraid of the moon kind of as a symbol of his werewolf side, but you can't fit the moon, you know, in a classroom <laughs> at Hogwarts so that it becomes a, a small floating orb. Huh. Basically what you, how the moon appears from earth. Yeah. And if more, if a person has more than one big fear, it will cycle through them as it does for, for Molly Weasley, when she encounters the Bogart in Grimmauld Place, her fear is the death of her loved ones. So it cycles through like her dead husband, her dead Ron, dead Fred, dead George, dead Harry, who she considers kind of like a son, you know? Oh God. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And Bogarts can, to a certain extent, replicate the abilities and the weaknesses of what it turns into. 
but to a lesser extent. So like Harry's fear is Dementors. So it affects him in a similar way as Dementor does, but to a lesser extent. And it takes on the weakness of a Dementor in that it can be repelled by his Patronus. Not banished, but repelled, which is why Lupin uses a Bogart to help teach Harry the Patronus spell. Right. It's almost like a sparring with a, a with a dummy rather than mm. with the actual, you know. Yeah, but a very it. good dummy who can kind of fight back right. a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. Yes. <laughs> a robot dummy. Yes. That's like, oh. <laughs> so it's best to face a Bogart in a group because it might be confused as to which person's fear to take on. And it might mm-hmm. try to incorporate all of them. Which could be funny, you know. Part of it is this fear, and part of it is that fear, and <laughs> some like Frankenstein of fears. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It defeats the purpose. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which brings me to how to banish a bogart. Do you remember? Well, I was I was going to ask mm-hmm. because you know you can repel it if you know that it's in in a form of you mm-hmm. know a dementor, then you know you can use this spell. But I don't. I don't quite remember how you, mm. you banish it altogether. Mm, okay. Well, we're going to get a little twofer here because there's also a surprise spell in this episode. <laughs> um, so you use a spell to help you banish a bogart, but basically the spell turns it into something funny and it's actually the laughter that banishes it. Basically, okay. you're, you're turning into something that you no longer fear. So it doesn't have that control over you and it goes away. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Yeah, so the spell is ridiculous. Oh, <laughs> right. Yes, of which course. of course sounds very much like the English word ridiculous. Funny, amusing, absurd. But it comes from the Latin either ridiculum, which is a joke, or ridere, which is to laugh. Very appropriate. Ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Yeah. yeah. Now I remember, of course. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's the same idea as like if you're really nervous about doing a presentation in front of people, mm-hmm. you imagine them all in their that they're all in their underwear or something, so that <laughs> right. they're less. It's a ridiculous thing that makes it seem less scary. Exactly. Yeah. I thought I'd just mention a couple of the Bogart forms for the main characters and and what it turns into when they use the spell. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Harry's we talked about Dementor, um, and apparently kind of like turns it to smoke. It's not really clear what he does to make the Dementor it's funny, but um, mm. Ron's. You remember what Ron's fear is? Um, I don't know, but I feel like it's like being embarrassed or something rather than a creature, mm. but maybe not. <laughs> nope, uh. it's a giant spider. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, that was Ron. Yeah, Ron hates yeah. spiders. So, yeah. And in the books, um, when he uses a spell, the spider loses all its legs and just kind of plops to the floor. It's a big body. But in the uh-huh. films, I actually think this is one thing they did better in the films. Do you remember the what it was in the thing? Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> one of few things, perhaps, that they did better in the films. Uh, when he use, when he uses the spell in the films. Do they put a bunch of like clown feet on its legs or something? No, clown close. <laughs> Roller skates. Roller skates. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so right. the spider's like, can't stand up on his eight legs with roller skates on them. <laughs> yeah. Which I think is definitely better than like 
a legless spider, which is still pretty scary. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. And then Hermione, her greatest fear, it, she doesn't participate in that class. So it's mentioned later on, just in passing. Her greatest fear is, well, the Bogart turns into Professor McGonagall saying that Hermione has failed all her classes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's basically, it's an embodiment of a fear of failure. Yeah, yeah. of course. <laughs> and then also not mentioned in the book, but, you know, put out afterwards is apparently when she uses the spell Ridiculous, it turns into McGonagall giving her an award instead, which isn't exactly funny, mm-hmm. but it's a nice feeling, right? It, res- it resolves the fear, yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah. And then perhaps the most famous one is Neville. <laughs> Do you remember what Neville is afraid of? Uh, one of the teachers? Mm-hmm. Can you guess yeah. which teacher? <laughs> Snape? Yes. He's afraid yeah. of Snape. And then Lupin kind of suggests what he should do to make Snape funny is imagine him in his grandmother's clothes. Okay. <laughs> and his grandmother has, you know, like old fashioned clothes and a, and a hat with a dead vulture on it. And it's it's pretty funny, both in the books and in the movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, that's great. So this list that I was looking at of everybody's, you know, Bogart fear and what it turns into, there were like 25 proud individual ones listed and then there was like and these people all feared lord voldemort and it was a list of like a hundred names (laughs) Uh yeah so he was a big one for a lot of people which makes sense jk rowling has said that she thinks hers would be the same as molly weasley's you know the death of of loved ones Mm. or maybe ron because she hates giant spiders (laughs) or Mm. spiders in general (laughs) yeah what do you think yours would be I have two really big fears that just came to mind. Mm-hmm. And they're both from past experiences in life, mm-hmm. which I guess probably makes sense. Mm-hmm. One would be like a big, giant, enormous, like grizzly bear. Ooh. Uh-huh. Like attacking me. Because I've come face to face with a bear in the wild. And like, that's a story for another day. Like, <laughs> that was like pretty terrifying. Wow. But the other would be, like, I have a big fear of falling from just, like, Mm. not from up high. Like, I'm fine Mm -hmm. skydiving, but maybe the, the, like, this fear of being on a really wobbly ladder 30 feet up in the air or something. Mm -hmm. Okay. (laughs) But not necessarily an object. So I'll say the, I'll say the bear one probably Mm. is what I would see. That, that would make, uh, make for quite a dramatic boggard to confrontation. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? I think that I would actually, I don't know how, what it would actually appear as because I think my biggest fears, somewhat selfishly, I don't know, are more conceptual, like being stuck in one place in one job my entire life. Or, you know, a a loss of freedom and mobility Mm. kind of thing. Or being out of my own mind, like dementia or something like that. Not having control of my own mind. You know, those kind of things Mm. are more the stuff that I fear. And I don't know how that would manifest in a Bogart. Yeah, like a A cage cage that's trying to, like, put you inside of it. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's... That's heavy stuff, and, like, that would be really hard. That brings up a good point of, like, if that is, like, if your biggest fear isn't, like, some easy object or animal or Mm -hmm. something, Mm -hmm. a person or an animal seemed to be what they all were. I guess Hermione's was more of the concept of failure. Exactly, yeah. And that just presented itself in in the form of of a teacher. But, yeah, that would be an interesting one. 
Yeah. And I guess, ooh, I was thinking like, how would I banish that? And I don't know, maybe like turn the cage into a bubble that floats me away. <laughs> oh, there you go. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I, I'd turn my bear just into a teddy bear. Oh, it's a cute yeah. little bear. Hi, Grizzly. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> You're so cuddly. Yeah. Well, cool. Well, we got a little deep there at the end of this ridiculous episode. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Our first two for one real uh, right? episode here. Two for. Wow. <laughs> Bonus. Yeah. Wow. Well, very cool. So we learned about a magical kind of creature, kind of yeah. not living thing right. creature. And a spell as well. If you want to see if we ever do any other twofer episodes ever again, you know, worst case, you will have episodes about just spells or just creatures or Mm -hmm. just a character. But make sure you're subscribed so you can check all these episodes out. If you want to, to be reminded of those episodes coming out as well, we give little clips and quotes and images on our social media on facebook and instagram you can check us out at potternims and if you want to see animated versions of these episodes and shorter clips search for potternims on youtube and we have extra bonus content not available anywhere else if you become a patron patreon.com slash potternims lots of bonus content there well until next time i'm eric and i'm al and this has been potternims Potternims.